spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. assumption that the best protein comes from corpses is a racist belief. How do you know the animal would have picked you to feed off their corpse? 21st century animal eating requires our complicity in a new colonialism. These events especially affect girls and young women. Your hamburger comes with a dose of misogyny. Popular culture is flooded with references to sexy cows, sexy pigs, sexy chickens, Sexy fishes who all just want to have fun. Meat eating is also one of the ways gender-based structures of oppression are perpetuated. Masculinity, a construct of the gender binary facing constant destabilization, feels always under threat, and eating animals is its protection racket. White supremacists weapon, weaponized it, eating meat, eggs, and dairy and the baiting of liberal men as so-called soy boys are all part of the neo-Nazi <laughs> messaging. To say you care about animals is considered a sign of weakness in a world still committed to the gender binary. Meat eaters like anti-abortionists have forgotten that one quality of non-existence is not having awareness about existence. When all else fails, meat eaters assert that animals are not our equals. I heard all your laughter. I know some of these must be new ideas, or you think they're Bruh. cringe or whatever. Our whiteness is part of the problem of meat eating.
Welcome, uh, boys and girls. Thank you for joining us here this Friday. It's the 9th of September, 9922. Good to see you all. Uh, I'm Henrik, in case you're new, this is Red Ice TV. And since it's Friday, we're doing flashback Freya's day. How are you, Lana? I'm doing great. We had a fun day yesterday. Maybe we should mention that, huh? We went off-roading in a friend's really cool, old kind of vintage Jeep and followed along with our friends on their dirt bikes down in Silver Valley in Idaho, which is an awesome area. So if you guys are coming through, because I know lots of people are coming to check out Idaho, friends and listeners, definitely check out the Silver Valley area. It's, uh, it's gorgeous. Old mining town, so it has a cool old western vibe down there, and land is a little cheaper. Not that far from Coeur d'Alene. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we had a blast. Yeah, it's gorgeous oh, up there. Yeah, gorgeous, and not good a stuff. lot of people at all. So. <clears throat> if you're watching, guys, thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. the trip. Uh, it was good. All right, so uh, jam-packed show. We are going to talk a little bit, of, of course, of course, right about the Queen <laughs> dying and uh, the new King taking the throne, Charles the Third. Then it is. Uh, and but Kelly, look at some of the stuff that he'll be uh, pushing. I think he's going to be pushing that pretty damn hard, to yeah. be honest. Uh, but also this idea that like these in these times, you know, like royalty, uh, aristocrats, and all this stuff. How just how they've stabbed their own people in the back, and uh, how there's like nothing noble left yeah, at all. Nothing by, English with these, about them. No, no, no. Uh, with these family, royal families, and stuff like that. So that's kind of one of the main topics. A little bit later in the show. Uh, we're going to bring on a guest here, uh, actually James Edwards' uh, guest host uh, mm -hmm. at the political cesspool, uh, Keith Alexander. We're going to talk a bit about what's been happening in uh, Memphis because, of course, we have a kind of conveyor belt of shootings, and at least w at least one of them were like explicitly like hunting, outgoing like hunting white people, purge style, you know. No, um, uh, citizens of the community. <laughs> uh, youths were targeting community oh, members. Oh that's God. right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and then we have a little, a uh, little bit of this, a little bit of that. So we'll see kind of where we end up here today. But uh, anyway, thank you for joining us, guys. If you do want to join in, EntropyStream.live/slash/RedIceTV. That's up and running live through DLive and um, not on DLive, but through DLive and uh, Rumble.com/slash/user/slash/RedIceTV. We got live there as well. If you do watch over on Rumble, if you have a Rumble account. Yeah, or for that matter, if you don't have one, please set one up and uh, click that little plus sign underneath on the left-hand side of the player and uh, give us a give us a rumble, I guess they call it. I know it's kind of gay, but whatever is what it is. Makes and me we'll think see. of wrestling. Ready to rumble or Ready whatever. Rumble. Or sports right. or whatever, yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll see if that doesn't make a difference in the uh, algorithm. That could always be interesting. You should get an account over there anyway. It doesn't hurt. Sometimes we might do a stream just over there. Uh, but anyway, we'll see what that happens. Uh, we'll keep reminding you throughout the show. And of course, odyssey.com slash at Red Ice TV. So both Rumble and Odyssey have uh, Super Chats lined up. So we'll keep an eye on that throughout the show as well. And otherwise, uh, just uh, I want to just mention a quick thing here regarding... Actually, it's not even the COVID chart. I forgot. Look, look at, check this out here. We had, um, where to go here? I, I ordered a random thing on the internet. And then they're sending, can you see this? Like a, a free COVID-19 testing, home testing kit. Holy it was crap. like a, a random kind of like, a, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, um, Hygiene product, I guess you could you could say, you know, in that category of products, and it was just like you know, some like it's uh, for the hair, hair gel, yeah, exactly, uh, hygiene product, hair gel, and they're sending with the like, side of a COVID nineteen testing. What the testing. hell is that about? What are they? I thought this, you should take it, and so we can. No, just I'm like, not putting this <laughs> free gift. It <laughs> no, says shove it up your nose right now. I don't know what's on these or you whatever what, it is. First I don't of all, it was like a, it came out with like toxic chemical on them. Then it's like yeah. they're, they're taking your DNA, yeah. right? Then they're doing uh, a swab, you know, the swabs. 
Bob's what's on there like uh, Terra Grippers or what were they called remember those Terra is that grippers? one of those that's like instant that you could read at home though or is this one that you yeah, send I guess, off I guess I haven't even looked at details of it but yeah two tests oh, <laughs> so what man. they're still I mean they're they're not this is not over this is <laughs> not over they're going to do this uh, come autumn here I think well, too. screw that company and if, yeah I know it's like we believe what is it we believe we just, understand that the first step to, to looking products? good is feeling good. As a token of our appreciation, please accept this free COVID testing kit. Stay safe. Stay trendy. Fucking guns <laughs> everywhere. All right. Anyway. So uh, <laughs> they're going to roll. Look, when people are going to have to be go going out and protesting the sky high electricity prices, if there even is one. Uh, then they're definitely going to bring it. Let's bring back the lockdowns. Uh, no one can go outside. You'll be hauled off to our uh, new, new, new fine camps that we built for you, right? Uh, anyway, in the UK, since we'll be spending some quite some time in the UK as well today, uh, apparently now parents are ang they're angry that they're rolling back the COVID vaccine for for kids from five years old up to eleven. And it's like, wait a minute, what's what's going on here? And the Guardian piece here, of course, doesn't really touch on what the what the reasons are. They say, oh, well, it was just meant for a temporary you know, period anyway, and it wasn't approved for longer, blah, blah, blah. But of course, one of the reasons for this is that the, there's so many kids that have had so many issues and they're like ignoring this. They're looking the other way and they're saying like, no, 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 this is the Guardian doesn't cover this. They just say, no, it's just and now people are angry because now the kids can't protect themselves against COVID, you know, kind of thing. Uh, so anyway, if at least they're doing that, you know, what I mean, remember Sweden stopped it. Uh, Norway, Denmark maybe stopped it for this age range, yeah. I believe, yeah. as well. So, I think another good news, too, there's low turnout going back to school. I saw even over Washington, Idaho, even more. I mean, there's already so many that homeschool. But Washington had yeah. a low turnout going back to school. Like, they're worried about it. Good. Like, why are all these parents not sending their kids to public school anymore? I'm like, yes, that is a win. Yeah. I was even looking at kids, the school line bus that I'm used to seeing, like a long line. It was like a third of the line that it used to be. So yeah. more and more people are choosing to homeschool because of not only all the COVID crap, but, you know, CRT and all this uh, pe pedophile crap and stuff. So that's good. That's the good news. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's kids in public school. Good thing. Yep, that's right. Uh, John Kutarski, I think it is, over on uh, Odyssey says, out with the old queen, in with the new queen, same <laughs> as the old queen. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Pretty much. It is a soy, soy queen taking over. I think it's going to be worse. We'll, we'll get to that in a moment here, too. But, yeah, so we had a couple of uh, uh, rando stuff in the beginning. I wanted to show, th check out this one. It's funny. Um the IRS may be coming for you, uh, for your, I'm sorry, for your savings accounts, but don't worry, it's not as bad as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> this market watch here. <laughs> and most people are like, what savings account? Yeah, exactly. They'll be emptied here now. They show a little, look at that, show a little pay piggy right there. So whatever, no, whatever little going, shit you have Don't worry, left, you they're know. just going for the rich people. Oh, of course. Oh, no, no, no. Of Please. course, the, the 80,000 IRS agents will totally just uh, uh, go for uh, for the richest and the wealthiest yeah, among us. And they'll sure. tax the shit, shit out of them. And they'll give it to you. You're going to get all that money. Just, they're going to take it and just give it to you. They're just the well, virtual like Robin they, I think they want to do like in Sweden where they just audit your bank accounts, right? They just randomly like every year find out how much you have in your account. Mm-hmm. They do that in Sweden and, and I mean, I think it's Norway like and other like, European countries. Banks are like directly hardwired into like the system now. You know, this, the government, the state system, essentially. Like, no, no, there's, there's nowhere to, no, no, nowhere to hide. You know, I'm surprised you still can like give gifts and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, over a certain amount you can't, but uh, at least you can do that. Uh, all right. So remember we covered was it last week or whatever? Uh, Gavin McInnes. 
Mm-hmm. Was uh, my God? There, the FBI is uh, is coming for. <laughs> they Gavin came McInnes. live when he was on air. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so apparently, all of that was just uh, was just fake. It was just a big, it's just a big grift. Apparently. Yep. So here's what uh, Owen Benjamin said. Who's running our neck out of woods? Not uh, too close, but not too far. Yeah. Um, I guess he sent Gavin a message. Is that, yeah, you know, what's going on with that? What's happening? People are worried. Prank. Don't tell, Gavin says. You're going to reveal it's a prank because I have friends writing blogs about it. He says, never. Uh, Gavin says, never. So you're just going to pretend the FBI raided your studio? Tell yeah, some people shitty. are texting me freaking out. I that's never shitty. said they did. True. Did you spill the beans? <laughs> Looks like you did. We're done. <laughs> oh, God. That's well, it. We're done. friends to begin with. Well, good for Owen for that. He says, uh, Gavin is mad at me for telling people about his prank. I used to have a, uh, an opener who did this hilarious prank and told me that he had brain cancer, so I gave him money. <laughs> when a woman fakes a rape, it's a, it's that a, uh, is that a hilarious, is that a hilarious prank? prank. Sorry, I can't read here. Not to spill the beans on, when I urged my listeners to donate to Gavin's lawsuit against the SPLC, was that a fr- funny prank Exactly. Too? Vox was blogging about it. Everyone was scared and supporting him and i knew it was was fake and that he yeah, never, people were worrying never about come it clean about it yeah they're like they're getting paranoid we're oh no the fbi came but there's guys that are actually in jail right now for like you know january 6 and yeah. attacks on independent media and right wingers so now is really not the time to do some prank grift right to get some attention that the feds are visiting you yeah exactly so were there feds outside his house too or was that all part of the prank I have no idea, but uh, I guess that's what you uh, will say. You know, I'm sometimes I'm thinking about these. The, well, now the, you can uh, never trust them. Whatever they say, it's there's so many of these swattings that are happening right now, and I'm just like, is all? I'm not saying all of them are fake, but it's a it's a it's a distinct possibility of like, you know how it's like. Oh, Tim Pool was raided again. You know, I mean, yeah, it's like trending it, on Twitter and shit like video. that. And it's like you know, what, so in some cases, like I don't know about this if this happened. Like or not. they just want to get their name out there. They just want to get buzz and press and all that. But it's it's shitty. Well, it's I mean, a if you way to do it. if you scream wolf enough, I mean, eventually people won't believe you. So I'm I'm not sure. There's a lot of fake and gay grifting out there. That's, yeah, uh, that's the, yeah, that's is. the takeaway. Sometimes you uh, you can't be certain, right? Man, so he cut Owen off fast. Like mm, that's it. That's it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know they were on good terms. They are good, maybe at least well, not anymore. terms talking, <laughs> not I guess. Right? Yeah. All right. Here's, uh, you're up. Yeah. Here. So I saw Boise Pride was trending. Boise, Idaho is trending in the news, right? Well, pedo pride is what it is now. So there was going to be a Boise Pride Festival and Dorothy Moon, who's the chairwoman of the Idaho Republican Party, that's a, actually the other tweet you can look at, was talking about uh, Boise Mayor McLean. Uh, who campaigned as a moderate, right? But she's actually just another radical leftist, someone who belongs in Seattle or Portland, like she was talking about. To be clear, this is no sleight of hand or political wordsmithing. Idaho's Democrat Party believes it's not only okay, but laudable to encourage kids to engage in public displays of sexuality. For those who have been following the radicalization of the Democrat Party, this should come as no surprise. What is surprising, and this is good that she brought this up and this is true, to see who is financing this attack on Idaho's children. Okay, now Idaho Pride, just a little backstory, uh, was bringing in a bunch of drag queens, even 11-year-old uh, kids that were going to do some like drag queen strip tease thing for this Pride event. It's all it is anymore is trannies. 
right? Gay pride is always trannies and it's always about like sexualizing kids, kids right? Yeah, yeah. And she says, out-of-state companies promise to bring investment and jobs to Idaho. Instead, they're financing the sexualization of our kids and the perverse idea that kids should engage in sexual performances with adult entertainers. I call on all Idahoans and I call on all concerned Idahoans and the lobbying groups that represent many of these out-of-state businesses who see tax benefits and subsidies from our legislators, including IACI, to disavow this attack on Idaho's kids and to invest their sponsorship dollars in the, and then she gives these other things, children should be given the chance to live out a childhood free childhood free from violence, hunger, and sexual appetites of adults. See, what happened was there's different sponsors in the community, uh, different banks and grocery stores that they're throwing money at this. I don't know what these events need money for when it's just some, you know, fat, ugly tranny that's like shaking their butt in a woman's dress and like, for yeah, sure. and like getting dollars from kids. Oh, well, that's exactly it. all. It's, I mean, I'd say, I'm not saying it is all a grift. It, primarily, this is about uh, converting the kids to your new religion, but it's also about making money on it. Look, you have small, you need to drive people, you need some food, maybe you're renting a space, well, whatever little fees there are. You need your dresses, your yeah, outfits. Of course, of course, business, of, of course, corporations are going to pay for this. And then you take money and dollar bills and five and tens from the kids, uh, you know, in the audience and the so parents people too. people were finding out because Idaho's, even Boise, is still majority conservative people, but they keep trying to push it with this mayor who got in. I don't know, and people didn't vote or something. Yeah. But um, so people have been calling up these companies saying, I'm not going to support you. I'm Good. taking my money out of your bank. I'm not going to shop there. They were being very loud. So then they were losing sponsors left and right. But now we know who those companies are who initially were like, yeah, we're going to support this. And then only after threats of losing business yeah. and community outrage did they pull out. But in good news, now the uh, the festival has been the Pride Festival has been canceled altogether. Oh, good. <laughs> this drag kids performance shame, and all huh? this. But they're citing safety concerns for these uh, these uh, pedophile. Well, that's queens. why, and we show that in the latest Weekend Warrior show, but that's why you have those crazy um, Antifa lining up with their guns outside of the Texas facility where they also were grooming the kids. Remember? The pedos are lining them up and they're all standing out there with their AK. And it's like, there's like, you know, freakouts on Twitter when, like, uh, I forget who it was who did it most recently, but it was one of the Republicans there. He did his, like, a a family photo and they're standing with their hunting rifles or something like that and yeah. it just, they're freaking out oh my god you know kind of thing now they line up with guns for like these pride events and stuff and it's like oh no this is fine we're not going to talk about this whatsoever I know. it's crazy you know but um, and, and speaking of which later on we'll get to the Memphis story same thing there by the way you can have like these gang bangers lining up and all like you know yeah, aiming their, their guns, guns and, and their, their money photos and, and stuff and it's like I never see that. that's never like a trending photo on Twitter but it's on Republican with their nice family stands in front of the Christmas tree with like a hunting yeah. rifle then like all hell breaks or loose, some you know? MAGA crowd or something exactly yep. oh my god they're gonna shoot people so these, anyway good it's about yeah. time they get cancelled and it happened and that's how you do it you have to just keep putting the pressure on yep. and calling loud. and complaining and being loud like let them know you don't want this in your town North Carolina was also successful with this and I, I see a good trend happening here yeah this. i mean do do what they do i mean study some of the things that they have done that works for them and of course in many cases it's uh, like super hard pressure uh on those who are financing things shut them down cancel them uh, put them in the catapult and, and get them out of there you know what i mean uh sometimes that's the uh, that's the only way 
you know, <laughs> so put pressure. Get you sit on your what, ass and think things are going to change. <laughs> you, you know, I, we're going to do a catapult segment. I'm, I, I'm working. I've started Sometimes. working on the anima- animation. I mean, at least, I mean, uh, at the minimum, I said every day there's a catapult-worthy situation or maybe a group or even a person. But uh, uh, no, maybe Fridays. We have a little, we'll start a segment. We have the, the catapult. Who's in the catapult, uh, you know, this week? Yeah, anyway. exactly. All right. So the other one. Speaking of banks, I happen to see this. It's interesting that this story comes out. Rolling Stone does this big story. They've written all this crap about us. They're complaining because Wells Fargo has shut down the account of this porn actress and a few others, but not when it happened to people like me, like Henrik, uh, other political dissidents. We're the first that I know of that was banned from Wells Fargo. Uh, At least this uh, porn actress, if you will, she has many options, including credit card processors, all these other banks that will take her credit unions, right? There's credit card processors just for adult entertainers, right? But not for people like us. In fact, when we were having trouble, I even tried some of those um, you know, high risk adult entertainment credit card <laughs> processors that do like that do porn. Yeah. Right. And they wouldn't even take us. That's they'll how take, bad it is. They'll, they'll take like hard, <laughs> you know. No, but it's like, I can't even touch that. Like, you're doing like horrible yeah, like stuff. Ra- ra- and yet, you and, like, can't take on this couple yeah. who's like talking about good values, healthy values for human for humans, right? Nope, nope. we gotta do no, uh, but let's cry degenerate about. Uh, sex acts. <sighs> anyway, there's a yeah. video of her, but this is yep. national news. National news, now, exactly. Okay, and I'm happy that Wells Fargo's getting attacked because, you know, fuck Wells Fargo, and, but and check this out too, after being, a, I'm sorry to cut off, but yeah. after being a worthy and loyal customer for 30 years 30, how old is she? 40, a minimum 48 then. If you got enough Wells Fargo account at 18, she's 48 doing this. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 70 years old, like poor. Oh my well, God. you can see what she looks like. She's, uh, oh, yeah, no. she's crying. And the thing is, it's just oh, Wells Fargo. No. She didn't lose like her credit card processor. And, no. Like she's not. like, oh, my livelihood. You could just move. Bank of America will happily take you. All these other big banks that don't work with us, right? Yeah. Like it's just your bank account. I mean, it's just yeah. funny how it only matters. It only matters, though, to the Wells Fargo's and all that when it happens to their people or things that they agree with. Right. Yeah. When it happens to people like us, they love it. What was they it? Pornhub. Uh, what was it? The we talked about it. I, I forget the, all the details now, but they had it was one. They had knowingly supported Pornhub at a time that they knew there were child pornography on the site. Yeah, right? one and of the some, big And one of the judges actually was like, actually starting to go after them. I, I, again, I'm sure nothing will happen, but the point is people that are funding child pornography, child sex uh, rings and trafficking and all these things and videos of that that ends up on places like Pornhub, no problem whatsoever. Yep. Totally fine. You know yep. what I mean? I mean, look, we complained as we should after this happened to of us. Of course. And we made a video about it, but we didn't fucking sit there and cry like this. No. You know what I mean? And, and like, is, she can go to any other that's place. That's the thing. And now this, we, we, this porno actress can literally go anywhere and course. have anything. Nothing is shut down for her. She hasn't no. been canceled, okay? No. Now she's getting more attention well, and know, more guys are going to go like check out her page or you, whatever. You know, you know, all the usual suspects will cover this in the same way. Oh, I thought that we're against cancel culture, you know. So are you saying the banks are bad now? Yeah, those are totally not on your side. The Wells Fargo's, the uh, Bank of America. Right, we talked about Bank of America just uh, the last uh, was it was that Friday or was that when was that? Anyway. Yeah, and but I'm not 
not yeah. advocating that she should be canceled no, no, course, or whatever. Not, but well, it's well, the it's point. Porn, you, know? <laughs> like, you know what? At this point, like, get that shit out of here. I, I really don't care. You know, what, you know what? When we that's freaking hurting, when we yeah, freaking get the power, it's, that's it. No, it's on. We're oh, canceling everything. Absolutely. They're, they're Screw out. this that's like it. free speech tolerance yeah, stuff. No, 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 no it's over. Yep. It's they they had a chance. We try to play ball. They they try to be nice. Yep. I mean, when we get that wheel spins, you are screwed. You'll be out of there, and you won't get access to any of these things. I mean, again. I mean, if you actually, I mean, look at the data that's coming out about how detrimental pornography, especially to young men, right? And in this case, it's like, yeah, this is actually dangerous to people. This is actually dangerous stuff. Talking about what's happening yeah, in mentally, our countries physically, and our political, spiritually. you know, w- with our politics and how we're being replaced and all these things. Like, nothing, there's no direct correlation to violence. They try to claim so, which is bullshit. They just say, oh, someone well, hurt something, people, and therefore you have to shut them down because someone who listened to this person did something. And that's like, that. How, what do you mean? But in this case, it's a direct connection to like harm. You know what I mean? Actual harm. Let's hear this You want to play this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, milk it. A letter today. Because she's totally not an actress, right? Because <clears throat> she's a, they're always good actresses too, aren't they? <laughs> they know how to deliver the lines. If she's oh, talking to a plumber, oh, yes. I guess. I'm here to a fix the plumber or an electrician or something. Yeah. Wells Fargo performs ongoing reviews of its account relationships in connection with the bank's responsibilities to manage risks in its banking operations. We reviewed your account relationship, and as a result of this review, we will be closing your above-referenced accounts. The accounts are expected to close by October 13th, 2022, or you may contact the bank to initiate closure at an earlier date. So many chat asks, is this Lauren Southern? (laughs) (laughs) Give it a few years. The decision is final. The bank reserves yeah, yeah, the now. Now you know what's been happening to other people. Right to close this subject account like, sooner than then, if circumstances. She's are, just reading it, right? It's yeah, a, and it's it, like there, she's getting national attention. Okay, of course, and yeah. other people, you know, shilling porn or getting national attention, and we're supposed to be oh these poor people but when yeah. it happens to people like us Mm-mm. who are actually wholesome healthy <clears throat> family people yeah not a peep now was there because i didn't have time to go through this article was there any mention of like actual or was it the same as for us they just i mean did she actually do something or was it just like <laughs> is it just a random they're like done with pornographers now or something like that or what was it it's not exactly not clear, clear but okay. it looks like there's been several of those all right bands recently oh well and too uh, bad, so sad, you know. <laughs> Some company that she's affiliated with or something. All right, yeah. yeah. But anyway, she'll get all the backing in the world. There oh, yeah. B- I'm sure there's will, a GoFundMe page oh, for her right now. Th- there will be banks literally approaching this woman. Please come to us. We'll help you out. We'll give you, you anything. In fact, we'll give you $10,000 for free. You just come join us, you know, kind of thing. Pear says, greetings from Sweden. Hope you are well, Helsinger. Helsinger. Thank you, Pear. Good to see you. And Bill Biz, hello, Hi. says a PA in the UK had a lot of success protesting the drag queen story hours. They That's did. awesome. Yeah, we covered yeah. some of them. We showed some of the photos and pictures yeah. and videos as well. And, uh, you know, they've done a good job there. And, uh, yeah, gr- great uh, success story on that. That's how you do it, you know. Uh, it could be, you know, there's always a bigger, you know, win that could come out of something like that. But um, great start, you know. So yeah. good uh, good optics for those guys over there. Uh, okay.
I wanted to talk so, about yeah, what is the, uh, Brendan Fraser real quick because okay. Brendan Fraser he was a '90s actor, right? He did mostly. I liked him a lot. He did a lot of like friendly, family friendly '90s movies, early 2000s movies. Remember even like Encino Man and stuff like that. <laughs> anyway, he was all right. You know, he didn't do degenerate stuff, and he's a family guy, right? Married, was married, had a few kids and all that. Well, he did his own stunts. He broke his back. He had his vocal cords repaired. He's had all these surgeries. He was in and out of the hospital for for years, for like 10 years. Uh, went through a bad divorce. Then he disappeared for a long time, uh, struggling with all these health issues. Was well, making a comeback, <laughs> being celebrated for it. Playing a yeah. gay, obese man who isolates himself after his partner dies. He constantly eats to deal with his sadness. As he knows his eating is leading to severe health problems, he tries to reconnect with his estranged <clears throat> daughter. <clears throat> no trailer to show you, lucky for you. I was looking for it, but I just saw like a couple little teasers or whatever. He's in this huge, you know, fat suit and all this. Well, it's directed by Darren Aronofsky, who uh, is culturally Jewish, he says, known for annoying... <laughs> Not ethnically. <laughs> known for... Annoying, pretentious, yucky films like Pie, Requiem for a Dream, The Fountain, you know. And, and those. But th those were like huge in like the kind of the esoteric circle oh, and stuff. Oh, like especially. Yeah. I mean, this basic about a crazy Jew who uh, thinks he's uh, unlocking the secrets of God, or con <laughs> connecting no, with Yahweh not. through the num number stuff. It, one scene, he's like drilling into his brain and stuff, and that's when he like connects with God. Anyway. And then Requiem and then, for uh, a Dream was just disgust. I mean, that's just right, like yeah. drug addict and just disturbing scenes in there. Well, there's a disturbing yep. scene in here I just read about. Anyway, everyone's celebrating and praising this movie. Let me just read you one scene here. Mm -hmm. This is in Hollywood Reporter, and they're just, like, loving it. But by revealing this mountain of a man to be still capable of sexual desire, Charlie keeps the camera off during the online writing course he teaches, claiming that the webcam on his laptop is broken, but its video component functions just fine when moments later he's watching gay porn and furiously masturbating. Oh, so he did uh, <coughs> uh, Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Tobin. I was just going to say that. <laughs> That's what he did. He's <laughs> interrupted by a knock at the door, a seemingly unworldly young missionary from the New Life Church who pre preaches the acceptance of Christ in end times. And anyway, and then he's like putting down, you know, the missionary or whatever coming to the door. But it's like that kind of scene mm -hmm. that's in this movie, right? right? They just <laughs> have to have that. Mm -hmm. uh, and he received a standing ovation for six minutes for this movie so, that's being talked about everywhere. It's called The Whale. Um, you yeah. can, <laughs> you can so see a clip, it's, by the way. I just want to say that real quick. <clears throat> it's almost done as long as the sexy bisexual cannibal standing, by, o. Play, standing ovation uh, eight and a half minutes in a Venice Film Festival. It's <sighs> called Bones and All. We cover that in the Weekend Warrior show. Okay, too. so that one was longer it's than the this little, one. It's uh, the little Jewish kid who played in Dune. Uh, I forget what Timothy something. I forget what his name is. Um, yeah, but like a sexual bi bisexual guy who has a sexual relationship with another cannibal. And it was like standing ovation for eight and a half minutes. It's like total <laughs> depravity. This is what a 600-pound game. Was it man. the Venice Film Festival, too? Because that's where he got this standing ovation for six minutes. Like, these Maybe are the kinds was, of yeah. things they're sitting around just yep. praising. Oh, oh, oh. That, mas that gay masturbation scene was I've just... I've never seen anything like oh, it. Yeah. It's so moving. Anyway, do you want to see the... <laughs> <laughs> the, the video just for a second you can yeah, see here's uh, darren right here really yeah. disappointed brandon man really and he called this the most heroic character he's ever played oh, 
God. Yep, Venice. Okay, yeah, there, there you go. Venice. Look at these people. Get a uh, little high quality on mm. YouTube. Huh? Look, and he's like seat. crying about it. Look at these. I'm sure there's some gay men right there behind him. He's uh, he's lining up there. He's bending over, literally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Darren said, uh, "Well, you're gonna get into that. Why why this might be happening to him?" Yes, because he went from family friendly, wholesome films, devoted family man, into uh, giving into the gay. Doesn't right? he look like Al Gore right there? He does. He he's <laughs> he had like all Al these Gore. crazy health problems. He used to be an attractive guy, but he just uh, doing all his own stunts and ruined his body and other mm-hmm. issues. Anyway, but maybe this story has something to do with it. Not that. He right. says he was groped by this gay man who was uh, well-connected in Hollywood years ago, but uh, he didn't give in. So he's told the story. This was a long time ago. In the summer of 2003, Frazier was at a luncheon held at the Beverly Hills Hotel hosted by this guy, this Hollywood Foreign Press Association, the org that hosts the Golden Globes, right? Mm-hmm. Philip Burke. While on his way out, he was stopped by Burke, who reached out to shake his hand, but pinched his butt. Brendan said it was more than that. His left hand reaches around, grabs my ass cheek, and one of his fingers touches me in the taint. And he starts moving it around. When he was finally was able to right remove here? Burke's hand, he added, I felt ill. I felt like a, felt like a kid. Oh, really? Maybe he had this happen when he was a kid. I felt that there was a ball in my throat. I thought I was going to cry. So then Fraser went and uh, Fraser went and told this Golden Globes, whatever the HFPA mm-hmm. uh, demanded an apology. It was like mentioning what this guy did, um, and then he questioned if he was blacklisted after that because he was rarely invited back to the Golden Globes after two thousand three. Didn't get like a ton of roles and stuff. But Burke, I guess he claims he's not gay. <laughs> but that was pretty gay. A South African Christian man married to a uh, a Jewish woman. So um, I guess at the end of the day, it all circles back around. And uh, maybe a Brendan Fraser, like, he gave in. He mm. gave in. He bent over. You're right. Yeah, I'm thinking it was like some uh, public humiliation ritual by Darren Aronofsky or something like that. If you, oh, okay, we'll let you back in if you do this. <laughs> if you do this. And, and, and you basically say it's the greatest thing ever. Was the biggest challenge yet oh my <laughs> to do this? It's All just, right. yeah, this is what we're dealing with here. All right. Dog whistle. Remember Operation Choke Point? They're going to start closing bank accounts of porno mm-hmm. escort and pro cannabis first so they can say it's not anti conservative when they shut down pro firearm sites, pro life <clears throat> charities, homeschooling companies, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, then we're going to have to start that's our true. own banks. That's just it. And, and uh, credit unions. Yeah. Separate infrastructure, <clears throat> you know, uh, to be honest. But uh, you can't always rely on that either, to be honest. In some cases, you can, and you are thrown a little bit of a surprise. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, okay, so I think we uh, should uh, cover the the Queen stuff here. Then, kind of the main, uh, the main, one of the She's, main topics here today. The Lizard Queen is dead. Uh, the Lizard Queen. That's right. Uh, queen Elizabeth the Second has uh, passed on. As I'm sure you know, this is nonstop coverage right now, uh, all over the uh, Z world, uh, and. Uh, well, I mean, what, what can you say, really? It's not really that much to say about it. Uh, this this is not a surprise. She's old and she's just going to die. Now it's time for uh, for uh, Charles to be to come around, right? And uh, the question was what he is going to do uh, next, because I think he's going to be pushing super hard. Look at her eye there, kind of weird, huh? 
Is that reptilian eye coming through? I think <laughs> well, she was like right. 95. Huh? <laughs> uh, I think he's going to put uh, push things such as the Great Reset like really hard. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, let's just play some of the footage there, some of the reactions and stuff. Apparently, of course, all the uh, church towers for now, the bells around in England and, and the UK for that matter, was uh, ringing. Full swing here yesterday. Yeah, so basically, <clears throat> you know, basically what we want to talk about here a little bit is how sad it is that people are still so kind of wound up and tied to this. Look, tier wise I know this is represents maybe your country. This is like tradition. This is kind of still a little conservative values and stuff like that. But obviously, uh, this uh, family or the Windsors uh, have done nothing to protect their people or their land. It's actually, in fact, under Queen Elizabeth II's watch. She's, she's the longest serving monarch in England's history, 70 years. And uh, it's under her watch that uh, everything transformed and changed. And in she fact... Watch white people become a minority in London. Didn't that's right. Care. And in fact, they're they're proud of that, as we'll play soon when, uh, when Shaw's talks about her life here. But here's just one short clip of uh, different reactions, I guess. We could just play this to get a, get a little feel of how it looked in uh, London. Just one queen. She's she's a person that we've always looked up to. Oh, she was boy. extraordinary. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's see what uh, Zyolenski has to say. Oh, oh my God! Really? The man of the hour. What is what is he has to? What does Zelensky has to say? Huh? This <laughs> <laughs> is totally totally related. I realized just how important she was. Bei uns hier in Deutschland wurde sie bewundert und verehrt. Wunderbar. Huge part of my life, my family's life. Yeah, really? Of us. Yes, that's right. It's impressive. A source yeah. of comfort, hope, and solace. She led in this country with great reverence. And let you down. Respect and honor, and I just replaced. El mundo está hoy de luto. An icon, really, isn't she? We've all grown up with her. I can't really believe it, to be honest. She was one of my favorite people. You just get someone who life. says, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. She had a great life and has a great legacy. <laughs> what, exactly? Replacing white people. That's the biggest part. All right. So anyway, just you know, people people are sad and all that kind of stuff. But uh, as we say, we'll we'll get into that now. We'll play uh, Prince Charles or uh, Queen now. Uh, I'm sorry, King Charles the Third. <laughs> uh, when he gives his uh, he gave his first address after the death uh, of his uh, his m mama. Um, white Britons will be minority before 2070. Right? We read these all the time. But uh, Europeans struggle with the idea of replacement migration in Britain. They are going to become. A minority, Anglo-Saxons already, uh, whites are already a minority in Hawaii. They go through through all these other places in America and stuff. But this, of course, centered around Britain uh, with this Guardian piece here too. So let's switch over to <coughs> Prince. Uh, sorry, I, was saying, uh, I always say Prince Charles or whatever. Uh, what he said after the and and note that the tone here too. 
the the worst aspects of what Britain has turned into, right? I mean, at some point it was, you know, Britain ruled the world. It was, you know, colonialism. It was wonderful for the most part. It brought amazing things to all the rest of the world. It helped out, you know, uh, it organized things. It uh, told other people around the world where they were in relation to the rest of us and these kinds of Inventions, amazing things. discoveries, they, All kinds explorers. of things, right? Amazing things that they did. And then under this woman's watch, and especially after the Second World War, all of that started to change. And it then became a mechanism and a vehicle to start working against its own people. Partially guilt to a certain extent, I think, is part of it. They were like too successful and now like, oh, well, then we have to set it right. And the it's right only thing white to people do problem, is to replace, you know, replace everybody. But anyway, much of it was about this, like, we are progressive now. It's progress and it's wonderful. And now we're, you know, the Commonwealth is for everyone. And England has changed. It's all these different religions. Anyway, listen to what he uh, said here. It's just a, the opening portion, how we open this. And then he gets to, to the... Uh, the bits about the progress are greater this. I speak to you today with feelings of profound sorrow. Throughout her life, Her Majesty the Queen, my beloved mother, was an inspiration, an example to me and to all my family. And we owe her the most heartfelt debt any family could owe to their mother for her love, affection, guidance, understanding and example and she was very cold by the way i oh, mean she yeah. was very cold to him and he kind of became weird for, the, for no those affection. reasons now a lot of these i mean i wish it was I, I wish these european royal families were like you know good, good they were standing up for us they helped you know but no they, they, this they've, they've stabbed uh, us and our, our people in the back uh, time and time again um and charles is kind of little i think odd for that reason a very cold kind of upbringing yeah. and it's very everything is formality all the he time he was raised by stuff, nannies you know? essentially and advisors yeah queen elizabeth was a life well lived a promise with destiny kept she made sacrifices for duty her dedication and devotion as sovereign never wavered through times of change and progress through times of joy and celebration and through times of sadness and loss. In her life of service, we saw that abiding love of tradition together with that fearless embrace of progress, which again. makes us great as nations. That what makes <laughs> that's us, what makes you great? That's right. What makes them great <clears throat> is the progress. <laughs> Not all the things that they've accomplished historically. <laughs> in, no, in just the words, fact that they're replacing themselves. That's right. This, I mean, that this, uh, this is, is what not, they can most be proud of. This is not only progress, but that's one of the main tenets of progress to replace oh, the, biggest the population, one. right? Uh, all right, back to Charles there. When the Queen came to the throne, Britain and the world were still coping with the privations and aftermath of the Second World War. That's right, so Nazis back. Come on, Nazi. And still living by the conventions of earlier times. In the course of the last 70 years, we have seen our society become one of many cultures and many uh, faiths. Useless. Yep. Useless Islam tank. has come to dominate now Useless. in London, and it's it's just wonderful. It's uh, it's progress. It was, okay, let them all live in the little, palace with you then. It's a little stiff, you know, after the Second World, but you know they we changed all that as 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 uh, you know from a kind of a top down decision. Really. The institutions 
of the state have changed in turn. But through all changes and challenges, our nation and the wider family of realms of whose talents, traditions and achievements I am so inexpressibly proud have prospered and flourished. Our values have remained and must what remain values? constant. No, th this is the thing. As you replace the people, these things will change and they will not be a constant. They will go out of the window and eventually one day uh, there's not going to be any more Windsors or any royal family for that matter too. And they're going to they're going to you know do away with it basically. And at this point, good riddance. Yeah. The role and the duties of monarchy also remain as does the sovereign's particular relationship and responsibility towards the Church of England, the church in which my own faith is Another so deeply useless rooted. institution? Yes. In that faith and the values it inspires, I have been brought up to cherish a sense of duty to others and to hold in the greatest respect the precious traditions, freedoms and responsibilities of our unique history and our system of parliamentary government. And by the way, the, uh, <coughs> the current uh, head of the Church of, uh, of England uh, is, uh, is Jewish. <laughs> that is just, <laughs> just in, unreal. Just and that they made fun of this at the Independent, right? The secret Jewish conspiracy is there to ever take a, the Church of England. <laughs> a goy who becomes a rabbi and is nope. like in a leadership position? Nope. And we have the same thing in uh, Sweden, by the way. <laughs> Orkia, amazing. Bonnier, which is one of the more powerful Jewish families, right? Uh, in Sweden, uh, he is the Bishop of Skara, uh, which I guess at, at this point, I think, is he the head? Maybe he is the head now. The Bishop of Skara is like the biggest seat, I think, uh, within the church. And the Bonnier family is Jewish. It's the same thing there. So <laughs> these are the representatives now, anyway, of, of, these, of the strong European, you know, Anglo-Norse uh, <laughs> societies. In a little over a week's time, we will come together as a nation, as a commonwealth and indeed a global community to lay my beloved mother to rest. In our sorrow, let us remember and draw strength from the light of her example. And to my darling Mama, as you begin your last great journey to join my dear late Papa, I want simply to say this. Thank you. Thank you for your love and devotion to our family and to the family of nations you have served so diligently all these years. May flights of angels sing thee to thy rest. All right, there you go. Amazing, right? Uh, the flights of angels. I'm sure she's in reptile heaven right now. Uh, <laughs> King Charles spent decades preparing for the throne. His reign promised to be unlike his mother's. And I think on this one, I think actually they are right. I think it will be uh, different. I, I, you know, let me read here a little bit. Charles is now also the head of the Commonwealth, a post-colonial group of 54 independent countries. Well, maybe it should have remained colonially. Comprising of 2.4 billion people. He is the head of state in 15 of those nations, including Canada and Australia. Although the Queen's death is likely to stoke an already simmering debate 
in the Caribbean and elsewhere about ditching their former former colonial overseers for good. Well, we just saw a, a total spurg out of this uh, Carnival, uh, the Caribbean festival uh, in London. We played one of that on one of the, uh, not the last Wednesday show, but the one before mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sever and then send those people home after what we saw on that festival alone. Holy smokes, absolutely despicable. No, we saw see, that. The violence when, and when the they colonize the our countries, it's a good thing. Oh, then it's fine, exactly. The new king is a multimillionaire by birthright. His defenders say he has uh, he has been the hardest working royal, a tireless campaigner for charitable causes, who fought for conservation long before such issues became fashionable, earning ridicule in a world that had not yet awakened to the looming crisis of global warming. So he was, you know, he was ahead of the curve of pushing flying global around warming. in his private jets and his many SUVs. Of right? course, telling us how we should live <laughs> and what we should do. Remember his uh, was it his car he drove in at the Commonwealth Games that was running on uh, was it sausages or something. I forget what he said. Uh, old, uh, cheese and old wine. That's right. That was just for the photo uh, op portion, for like <laughs> the last mile or whatever. But whereas the Queen was the most popular royalty, liked by, liked by 75% of people, according to a running tracker by the pulse of YouGov, Charles is liked by 42% and disliked by 24 of the British public. Many pundits attributed that to his mutually unfaithful marriage to Princess Diana, which of course they killed her, right? It took her out. Basically, no question about that at this point, if you ask me. And the royals perceived unsympathetic treatment of her death in 1997. Others say it's because of the openly political position that he has taken. A no-no for the supposedly apolitical royals and dramatic departures (laughs) from his stoic, impartial mother. Well, maybe they should get involved at this point and actually speak up and say something about the direction of their country and what's happening to their people. No, no, no. Just be quiet in the background. Now, that that isn't true, actually, if you think about it. There's actually... they're, They're... whether pushed into the situation or whether, you know, whether using their power or not using their power, either way, they've gone along with this all all along. And in, when it comes to the, you know, the climate uh, bullshit, the green stuff, we'll get into that. Uh, it's going to be, you know, he's been pushing that like crazy. And I think we're going to see that going to overdrive here, too. The controversy swirling around some of his stances is not a secret to the new monarch. Some dumb comments on that. Uh, they say here, so monarchs are Britain's head of state, but hold no direct political power, but they hold sway and influence. Obviously, they have a lot of money and means and stuff. For the most part, yes, it is symbolic to say here, they appoint governments, they re- reopen parliament after recess and approve new laws, but those are all rubber stamping ceremonial tasks. So far, there's been no question that the crown might try to intervene. If it did, there would be a political crisis. I mean, if they if they would intervene, it would be for BS causes and like dumb, dumb oh, shit. Yeah. So I guess at this point they should stay out of it. But it, 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 with them or without them, they haven't changed the direction. And now I know there's some people out there, the royals, they, they hold all the power. They control everything and stuff. But, you know, I don't know. Looking at it at this point, they, they it seems like they're being led around the noses. I mean, I mean, the Rothschild family alone, the English branch, have way more sway. You know, but but he's he, he uh, he's a little different because he's gotten into this stuff of like pushing the Great Reset and things like that, right? And um, uh, I guess before we could play that, well, let's look at the uh, what was it? Uh, you had something about the oh, oh the normies just crying, you know, for, yeah. for her, right? And like, yeah, this is amazing. It's well, kind of all sad, white people, you know I mean? of course. Exactly. I mean, I've never seen so many white people in London. <laughs> was, I mean, there were They're some all there, right non-whites there. that came out, but not many at all. Yeah, the, but it is sad to see like these young guys. Look, they're like. 
crying about this woman who really doesn't it's a, it's care, a, it's a didn't symbol. care about them. It's a symbol. It's a symbol of something that has been lost. In a way, it's true. It's like, this wake does. Up. This does mark a symbolic end to an era, and, and it's been marred by, I mean, the, pe the people here, the Anglos being replaced in their own nation. I wonder how many of those are liberals, though. Probably not that many, that's the thing, normie conservatives. I mean, in one, I get it, but at the other side, like, I wish that we just, they would wake up and understand, right? You should be crying about your people becoming yeah, your, a your minority your country, exactly. Your country. Wake up to this, and of Ma course... Yeah, Musk's Grillian said the Queen's face in that photo, you know, the one you were using, mm -hmm. Simon Ligner is a Swedish, uh, the previous Pope that looked super evil. Oh, it's like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that Where like creepy lizard face. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That one about. right there. Yeah, I, I remember that uh, evil Pope photo. Yeah. It looks like that one is pretty good too. Some kind of lizard. <laughs> Dog Whistler says for 70 years the pound had the queen's face on it because it was tradition. Well, the woke go nuts when they put a privileged white guy, King Charles, on the money. Mm, My prediction will be yeah. the leftists will make a big deal to put something goofy and progressive on it. Probably. Yeah. I, again, I, at this point, he is the goofy and the progressive, though. That's my point here a little bit. But the, he's like, still white. Sure, sure, yeah, but I, I think they'll they'll hang on. It will still be those ceremonial things that will be there. I think you, in one way, see this is the thing. As long as you have this family there on the throne and they're white and stuff, you would it kind of serves the left because then it feels that it's always something to work. Look, it's all these white people still in charge and stuff. It serves them better to keep them than to remove them because then you'd actually I think get a pushback from a lot of normie conservatives and like what's happening? It's not only you know. They're taking down the monarchy now? What's going on here? You know? Sign Wolf says, as a Brit bong, I totally agree with your comments on the tragic decline under the Queen. I totally lost yeah. respect for the Windsors after the fiasco with Diana as he rejected her out yeah. of jealousy at her beauty and charisma. And let's not even mention Andrew, Elizabeth's favorite and pampered son. Well, that's actually what I wanted to show here next. Uh, remember that? She she died in uh, Balmoral, right? And, of course, that's where her cabin is, her little private cabin. And, of course, voila, that's where Epstein was uh, photographed together with Ghislaine Max. <laughs> Well, and of course, they were a close friend uh, to Prince Andrew. And look, there's a lot. I don't know if it's true. There's a lot of stories uh, such as um, I'm going to mispronounce this, but like the uh, Jersey, right? One of the islands, uh, Haupt Lagren, -la Lagran or something like that. All these, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, parentless, right? What's the word for that? You don't have any parents. Um, like an orphan? Orphan, an orphanage. Thank you. An orphanage. Uh, where apparently like they've found bodies and all kinds of things, you know what I mean? And I don't think it's like the Canadian one where they're faking <laughs> there were no <laughs> bodies, but in this case it's actually true. Look, there's a lot of stories. The butler, the weird stories the butler was sharing, how weird it was on the inside of this family and tight and rigid and controlled and stuff. And of course, again, I mean, it could very well be that someone like N. Epstein uh, swayed way more control over Prince Andrew and maybe even deeper into that family than uh, we would be led to believe. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, there, there were. Uh, there, see, here's the photo of her at uh, Balmoral. I, I'm not saying she died in this cab. Maybe that is where it is. Or she had, but maybe she had places all over the place. Obviously, uh, but wouldn't that be something, right? That's the last uh, resting place where Epstein was uh, photographed at one point. Um, all right. Do you have a couple more there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, regarding Charles, Archie says, I'm biting my tongue. The death of the queen represents the death of England. Well, of what she does represent. once represented. But considering what she did, that's a good thing, though. And not that it means that's yeah. going to get better. It's going to actually get worse. But I'm saying there's no reason uh, for someone who is uh, concerned about our people in Europe 
um, to 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 mourn, to mourn over over this, this family. They they mean woman. nothing. They have done nothing. None of them said anything. In fact, they've gone they along with it, it and they've exacerbated it. You know, and they've like, oh, the racism. We have to change things. So it's like, what the, what the hell? You know, is this all you got, right? Um, yeah, in fact, we can play. Let me play that. It's in the next one. They actually brought up Epstein, which was which was incredible. The royal family channel on YouTube, two million subs. The incredible reign of Her Majesty the Queen. Seven minutes in, they bring up Epstein, and of course, next they go to like, oh my racism. You know, listen to this here. And the wrong ones. Her second son Andrew faced allegations of sexual assault by Virginia Dufresne, allegations which he denied. She claimed she was trafficked to have sex with Andrew when she was 17 by convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein, who was a friend of the prince. In the end, the Queen stripped Andrew of his honorary military roles and royal patronages, and it was agreed that he would stop using his HRH style. In the Queen's later years, it wasn't just Andrew causing problems for her. Harry and Meghan stunned Buckingham Palace, and indeed the world, in a shock announcement that they wanted out of the royal family. A summit meeting was held at Sandringham, and a deal thrashed out that left Harry with rather less than he might have hoped. Gone was his role as Captain General of the Royal Marines. Gone too his position as Commonwealth Youth Ambassador, to which the Queen appointed him. Harry and Meghan began a new life in California. It was there that they gave Oprah Winfrey a bombshell interview Racism. about their old life in the UK, and how it left Meghan feeling suicidal. I just didn't want to be alive anymore. <laughs> And that was a very oh, please. clear Cry more. and real and frightening <sighs> cringe constant thought. It was one of many shocking revelations. Others included allegations of racism within the royal family. Oh, no. A new so crisis. After, uh, my point here is to write like... <clears throat> After everything that they have done to replace their own population, they've bent over backwards to please the anti-colonialist kind of worldview overall to make England and the UK and in extension the world a much worse place, right, for white people. And there's still these bad white colonialist racists, right? It's just like you cannot escape it. And this is the point too, the symbolic value then for the left to cling on to something like this to say as long as they're in there we'll never you know we'll never be over and it's like what is the mulatto wife complaining about she's married into the wealth like you live in palaces like get over like stop yeah yeah it's pretty cringe but that's what you're gonna get right uh yeah then we had you know yeah we could we'll see we've played Liz Truss's speech I'm not sure we so they have a new PM of course uh Prime Minister in, in the UK that kind of at the same time it was just within like a few days that all this happens is it kind of a I guess that way big shake up uh but let me play this here uh this is what we're going to see more of uh, when it comes from Prince Charles right I, I remind you again the great reset uh, was first published. This is actually a second account they have, the Royal Family, right? It's a verified account on YouTube, almost a million subscribers. Hashtag the Great Reset on June 3rd, 2020. On the same day, you have the World Economic Forum uploading up the Great Reset on June 3rd, 2020. Coordinated, but it was in fact a speech that Prince Charles did where he focused on this. He was actually the first guy, it wasn't actually the World Economic Forum, it's actually Prince Charles, now King Charles III, that first brought this whole thing out. And this is the video that accompanied uh, that uh, kind of press release and and those uh, talking points. We have an incredible opportunity to create entirely new sustainable industries, investing in nature as the true engine of our economy. 
The current global crisis has disrupted every aspect of our lives, but it has also presented us with an extraordinary opportunity, a chance to reset and accelerate efforts to improve the state of our world. Changing our current trajectory will require bold and imaginative action, together with determination and decisive leadership. In order to secure our future and to prosper, we need to evolve our economic model, putting people and planet at the heart of global value creation. If there is one critical lesson we have to learn from this crisis, we need to put nature at the heart of how we operate. We are on the verge of catalytic breakthroughs that will alter our view of what is possible and profitable within the framework of a sustainable future. We need nothing short of a paradigm shift, one that inspires action at revolutionary levels and pace. We simply cannot waste any more time. The only limit is our willingness to act. And the time to act is now. Yeah, there you go. So, and you see that at the end there too, that's the royal crown, right? With the agenda 2030, uh, sorry, sorry, uh, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals uh, logo, if you will, right? The ring with the different colors, right? Uh, so that is what I believe they're going to push uh, <laughs> like ferociously under oh, yeah. his reign. Again, now they claim that, oh, he's not going to get into politics and yada, yada, yada. He but I think that that's is. wrong. Uh, yeah, they, they all are. It's already, every, all of it is political. And in fact, again, you can actually look at it. Look at there. Immediately, of course, Biden's climate czar is over in London right now. John Kerry, remember that guy? Oh, the Heinz yeah. Dynasty Lord guy? Uh, he's over there. Guy looks like a zombie. Oh, uh, looks like a vampire uh, joker. I don't know, like plastic face. I don't know what he looks like. Uh, listen to what he said here. This is about the whole climate thing, right? Um, it's not, it, it's never, it's not political. It's just, it's just science. Um, it's not political. There's, there's no. Let me go back. Let me get climate. Look at this. Um, it's not political. There's, there's no ideology in it. It's not a Republican, Democrat slash Tory labor issue. Uh, it's a universal issue defined by science. It's defined by science. It's just sure. science. It's not political. By lefty science. science. Yeah, science is not science. It's not political at all. It just we just we we happen to just push this kind of you know nothing and you'll be uh, you'll be happy kind of line. But you know it's not political. It's nothing political at all. Getting the getting the pod, getting the concrete box. Mother Earth eat the, eat the bugs, political. right? And of course, you remember the. We don't have to play that now. One minute thirty about the Great Reset. The World Economic Forum did same thing. They're all in lockstep. United Nations Agenda 2030. World Economic Forum. The Windsor family. King Charles now, the third, and they're all going to use this mechanism to push their uh, their garbage and their nonsense. In fact, let me play this clip before we move on here. Um, Pauline Hansen in in Australia asked, "Can you actually?" Can you actually t explain to me in layman terms what net zero means? Because it's always yeah. about that, right? Yep. Carbon is the big yep. enemy. Uh, listen here. Would the minister please explain in, to the Australian people and I 
what net zero emissions actually means in layman's terms. Thank you, Senator Hanson. Minister. Uh, I'm not sure how to explain it other than to say it means net zero. There's, there's, I mean, can't um, do it, huh? Can't explain it. You know, but I you're think, pushing and, it, and, and I understand oh, yeah. that the oh, senator. It's ridiculous to be able to. It's one of those I situations. I, 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 I will. I'll think through if I can uh, provide uh, uh, an explanation that makes it clearer than that. But to me, the words net zero are quite clear. Uh, I think we Order. all understand what net emissions Order. means. Um, net emissions. Uh, well, that's not what it is. There's a lot more to it than that. Net, <laughs> what do you mean? Emissions of, of what then? Is it carbon? <laughs> How do you capture? What's the reasoning? What's the science behind that? What's the logic? How do you do it? Like there, There's all these other... Wow. Just explain it in layman's terms. Just laugh. Oh, you're an idiot if you don't yeah. know that. Because oh, you can't silly. explain it. Okay, it's so simple you can't even explain it then? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and of course, this happens every time, right? There's the people who are criticizing the climate agenda and say, how much carbon dioxide is in the atmosphere? And no, no, none they of them can answer that. that. <laughs> How much have we, you know, and I mean, it's so insane, right? And it goes in line with the, uh, <clears throat> you know, this kind of stuff. I talked about this Wednesday, so check that out if you want to know more about the first global revolution by the uh, uh, the Club of Rome, that agenda weaves into it as well, where they talked about the common enemy of humanity is man. In searching for a new enemy to unite us, we came up with the idea that pollution, the threat of global warming, water shortages, that's happening right now, right? Famine and the like would fit the bill. And they say, the real enemy then is humanity itself. <laughs> that's an official, this is the official PDF from well, the certain first- certain humans, maybe. One of the first, like back in the 70s, Club of Rome uh, documents, the first global revolution. And that's what uh, this is all about. Hey, so what we're going to do here is we're going to call- Wait, there's uh, a couple more. Should okay, okay, go, go count up on. Black Phillips says, yes. let us not forget the real royal family of the UK. The Rothschilds have been for over 200 yes. years. The family themselves even made a biographical movie of it that was nominated for Best Picture. The blood of tens of millions are on their hands. Right, the power behind the throne. Yeah, so what we'll do is just because of the time uh, issue, is we'll cover the Memphis thing a little bit right now, and then we'll return to that because I actually have some clips I want to show of the Rothschilds as well. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, anyway, did you have? And uh, one more, one Archie more? says yeah. Prince Andrew should have done the right thing and married Geoffrey's. It would have been a better addition to the family <laughs> than Meghan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's true. So we're gonna we're gonna call um, uh, Alexander Hill just a little bit. And uh, Keith Alexander, and uh, but I would just want to briefly introduce it, and uh, let me see if I can find the right story here. Uh, mass shootings in Memphis, right? Where There's are we two here? different ones. Now there was one where it's uh, black teens targeting specifically white people, yes, and then there was right. a set, and they were both streamed on Facebook, and then there was another one where it was a black kid who was just like shooting up people he, he killed a white nurse but he also killed some other blacks and he live streamed that but this one right here that you're going to queue up first specifically was targeting white people okay let's take a look at this one here i cannot on god my wife my folks not feeling like black people then then they're going to be they're going to be marching on the river saying white lives matter y'all are through y'all obviously white folks gonna hate black people i hope y'all know it first it leaves a flutter let me take this shit back to racism i hope y'all let I'm gonna go on here, go Zemo on number white people. I get any white hole on the side of me, don't get popped tonight. He already shot a white old man. I'm gonna shoot a white old lady. She ain't. While her grandkids are in the car. While her grandkids are in the car. So, so, like. great, so great guy, great values, you know, totally not uh, anti white or anything. And of course, this guy. 
Uh, what's this guy? Yeah. I, so there's been like this a copycat thing happening. So there's like more doing this now, and they're live streaming. And of course, on Facebook, you know, if this happened on you know Odyssey or Gab, it would be in the platform's fault. But now, because it's happening on Instagram and Facebook, that's totally fine. Uh, but the guy wasn't even supposed to be out. Check this. Check this out here. I'm new for you this morning. Four people are dead and three others are hurt after Memphis, Tennessee police say a teen went on a shooting. A teen. A teen. A youth spree all over the city. Investigators say that teenage suspect was taken into custody a few hours ago. They say these attacks went on for about 20 hours and now police are trying to figure out why. What was the motive? Officers were able to arrest 19-year-old Ezekiel Kelly on Wednesday. Police issued an urgent warning for residents in that area to stay inside as Kelly reportedly drove around shooting at random. According to court records, there was an arrest warrant out for Kelly on charges of first-degree murder before the shooting spree started. <sighs> Memphis's mayor says Kelly has a violent history. In 2020, he was charged with attempted murder and I only think this served is the 11 second, months in the prison. The guy who's from the second shooting, not okay. the first one you saw. They look okay. alike. Here's the thing. The name Ezekiel, either they both have the name Ezekiel, or they're part of, there's a gang yeah. that yeah. Uh, someone brought to my attention called Zeke. So right. I don't know if they're part of this gang. So they're the just like out and targeting. Yeah, and yeah. The Zeke's. Here's that. Look at this. Nice, upstanding uh, members of uh, society. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, but outrage on social media when like a hunting uh, rifle is uh, is is placed together with uh, a Republican family right uh, in the foreground uh, of a Christmas tree. Uh, but yeah, listen to what he said here though. That he wasn't even supposed to be out. Listen to this. If Mr. Kelly served his full three-year sentence, he would still be in prison today and four of our fellow citizens would still be alive. Police say Kelly posted live footage of the shootings on Instagram and Facebook Live. All right, there you go. So that's yeah. That's so that's the second is, right? guy. I, I don't. That's not the first one that you showed. Okay. They look so much I, I alike. Just, they right. haven't actually caught the ones that are running around You're shooting white that? people. Okay. But we're going to talk to James Edwards, our friend, a co his co-host from Political Cesspool, uh, Keith Alexander, who is a retired attorney, and he has lived in Memphis since the 1950s. Uh, has a home in Eliza Fletcher's neighborhood, and he's got a lot in of Memphis, in yep. yeah, a lot yep. of insights and takeaways on a kidnap rape and murder and shootings and all kinds of things that are happening there so we will give, give him a call him, to find call. out yeah see if he's there he's uh, <clears throat> i think he's lined up you're live on the air with us here we're just uh, calling you up to uh we want to hear about what the what the heck is going on in memphis what is happening you're down on there? Uh, you're, you're you're close to the action we heard from uh, james edwards your co-host uh, yeah, we are. It's uh, uh, the home of the boogaloo. Here in <laughs> That's <Memphis>. right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Like a copycat thing has basically happened, right? It was live streamed the first one, I think, on Facebook or and or Instagram, and then you had a second, uh, a couple of youths, so to speak, and I'm putting up that in quotation marks here. Two youths that were going around and shooting, uh, you know, targeting white people and random people too. What, what do you know? So one was targeting whites, and then I think there was a second shooting where he's just r literally just randomly shooting people so i don't know give us some clarity here yeah okay well the first one was the jogger the socialite who was out running she was um uh, a big time long distance runner she qualified for the boston marathon and you know to run that type of distance you have to go at least 10 miles a day or else you can't stay fit and she had marked out 
a route. She lives in my neighborhood, by the way. She lives less than oh, a half wow. mile from my house. Jeez. And uh, she was going. She lives at the corner of Willette and Carr. She went down Willette, probably about one tenth of a mile, and then down Central, all the way to her church, Second Presbyterian, which is a big socialite church in Memphis. And for you this then she would turn around. That would be her 10 miles. And she was almost to that location on Central, just past Zach Curlin, which is part of the Memphis State campus, when she was attacked and abducted. Uh, that was her situation. The thing that was alarming to people in Memphis was that this happened in the supposedly safe white part of town. We call it the Popper Avenue Corridor. And it goes from the Mississippi River all the way to the eastern boundary of Shelby County, which is a large county, 330 square miles. And basically, it's like an Indian arrowhead. The, near, the further west you go, it's like sharpens to a point. The further east you go, it widens out. And she was totally within that, an area that, you know, she wasn't running through the hood. And that was why it was so shocking that it happened to people. You know, that, that was the reaction. You know, if, if that's not safe, what is safe? So that's the story with the first one. The second one, some black guy that had just, 19-year-old, had just gotten out of uh, detention. Yeah, this is, this is the rant. Uh, first of all, he shot somebody that he had a grudge against. Yeah. Then he started live streaming and just started targeting white people. And I happened to go past two of the locations where he was. Uh, one was on South Parkway at the expressway at a BP station. Just walked up to a white guy waiting in the car and blew his brains out. Jeez. Then, then he went south to South Haven, Mississippi, about 11 miles carjacked a 17-year-old girl, shot her, didn't kill her, thankfully. Uh, and then he came back into uh, Midtown and uh, shot. So he wound up shooting seven people altogether and he killed four. Wow. Now, are those the ones that, I don't know, you saw that video going around. There's two different videos. So there's an Eliza Kelly who was just taken into custody, the 19-year-old. But then there was another yeah, video that, going around with the blacks saying they were targeting white people and they just shot a, a white hoe, right? Well, that's what they were talking about. I haven't got any report about anybody actually being shot with them. They may have just been big talking. But I got a phone call from one of my sons who said his wife at work told him that there were several videos like that on um, Facebook with black people saying they're going to go around and start killing white people randomly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know if any of those bore fruit. Yeah. But that was the story. Yeah. I That's mean, what was going on in Memphis yesterday. That was that was a lie. Uh, what was his name? Elijah... Kelly, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. so, something like that. Yeah, the, na they haven't nailed all of them down yet, and it seems to be quite a few of them. Too. <laughs> like this is spreading, and then more of them are <laughs> doing videos and stuff. So, no, I, I mean, and at least, um, uh, at least Ezekiel Kelly, that guy. I mean, oh, he was Ezekiel. Yeah, yeah, Ezekiel Kelly. At he least, actually did it. He's in custody. He was caught out in Whitehaven. Yeah, 
uh, ironically named now. It's now, <laughs> now known as Blackhaven. Comment, uh, yeah. I, I grew up in Whitehaven back in the day. Jeez. And he was called around Rainshaven Elementary School. And uh, they have a picture. He's one who's grinning like a mule eating briars. You know, with his lips pulled back. That's because he got a grill. He had <laughs> some plates on his teeth and whatnot. And he apparently wanted to show those off to the cameraman. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I saw that. I saw the image. Yeah, of he that was too. smiling in his yeah, big shot big too. smile. And then one guy was frothing at the mouth. I forget which one. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, literally. Well, see, it, it, yeah. It's what we in the south call like a mule eating briars. You know, he's pulling his lips back like a mule trying to eat briars <laughs> and doesn't want to get stuck. You know, <laughs> with the, with the okay. uh, thorn, <laughs> the briar thorns. So that's what he was doing. And it was, you know, look, you can't make this stuff up. You know, everything is crazy but see this is alarming because we've always had a high murder rate but it's basically been localized in the black community yeah yeah but now if they're getting the idea about going out and randomly searching out white people and killing them that's a horse of a different color yeah, yeah. exactly and of course we, we got to say something about that that this is this is not properly uh, i mean it's encu- it's essentially encouraged in the mass media at this point i mean it's not like oh go out shoot white people but i'm saying the, the tone now is like white people are problematic that's the, those are to blame those are the racist and stuff like that and of course over time that kind of narrative produces the result of the kind of stuff that we're seeing now that anger turns into action and and then that action turns into violent action a murderous action in fact Exactly. But then on the other hand, a local newspaper called the Commercial Appeal, we on the right call it the Communist Appeal. Yeah. Uh, they just focused, the only pictures are of black people. Nothing. They didn't mention anything about the race of most of the victims. Yeah. No, so, in fact, uh, the, the Memphis... first one killed was black. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say the Memphis Police Department, originally they ignored the obvious that there's uh, anti-white hate crimes involved here and people out there targeting whites. They said they need help in identifying these individuals who are making threats to community members. Yeah, so they couldn't even mention yeah, the well, racists or something. No, no. No, that, no that, it's taboo to mention uh, black people unless it's in a, a complimentary fashion, apparently. Exactly. No, that's what's so crazy about it. It's it's totally anti-white. It's encouraged within the culture. There's no dismay. It's just like the Darren um, uh, uh, Darren Brooks Jr. kind of thing, right? Uh, driving into white people at the Christmas parade and stuff. There's no federal hate crime charges or anything like that. It's not discussed in the media like it's anti-white or anything like that. And that type of environment that don't like you know call that out is going to continue to look the other way, and it's going to keep happening, Keith. Oh yeah, right. They're, they're um, you know they're not going to do anything particularly to discourage it, they're going to pretend like it's not a problem. It's what we call the ostrich approach. You know, the ostrich sticks its head in the sand and thinks if it can't see danger, danger can't see it. Meanwhile, its big posterior is flapping around the wind, making a tempting target. Yeah. Uh, Now, I know, for example, the guy that killed the socialite, Eliza Fletcher, uh, had previously kidnapped a lawyer named Kemper Duran. I used to practice law with him. And I remember when that happened. He oh, really? Was, he yeah. went to Yale, uh, specialized in white-collar crime defense. And he was leaving a bar event, got kidnapped, was taken around by this guy, Cleotha Abstin, at first. But then uh, apparently they got his parentage straightened out, and it was uh, Cleotha Henderson. But uh, nevertheless, he event- when 
he was taken to a service station, started kicking and making noise, and a security guard came over, and that's how he got out. Otherwise, no telling how he would have ended up. But uh, he told the police to go easy on the accomplice. He said he thinks he was just at the wrong place at the wrong time because this guy was arguing with the main person, the one that actually did the killing of the of Eliza Fletcher, Cleotha Abston or Henderson, guy named Maurice Cobb and said, don't kill him. He said, look, let him go. You got the car. What's going on? You know, uh, he said that, uh, so that's just a little side note. That guy's name was Maurice Cobbins. Gotcha. Well, absolutely crazy. And, uh, you know, got to be able to curb that situation. So my dude, is that, uh, I mean, what do you feel being in that area when you see stuff like that? Like it's just a random black guy comes in and Don't just you start move? shooting people. Like, <laughs> I don't want to move. Are you, do, you feel, <laughs> do you feel safe where you are? It's crazy. Well, see, what, 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 where are we going to Here's the situation, uh, Landon Henrik. Uh, basically, are we going to become the Amish? Are we going to give up any aspirations of societal leadership or getting good jobs or being in, in leadership positions like Amish and just move way on out in the country? We could, there are a lot of people doing that. Uh, but unfortunately, urban areas seem to attract a lot of blacks. Blacks get coached by churches and other blacks about how to manipulate and exploit the welfare system, other things like that, when they're in cities. And, of course, uh, the globalists are trying to put us all in cities and move us out of countries, so we're going against the current. Uh, see, it's a bad situation. Look, compare Memphis with Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson has a 15% white population. Memphis has 35. Uh, whites in Memphis, elites at least, bend over backwards trying to do things for blacks. In Jackson, Mississippi, they say, Hell no. They said the last white person out, turn off the lights. Uh, and that's why all their infrastructure is breaking down in Jackson. It hasn't happened in Memphis yet, but if, you know, if they make it too dangerous for white people to be around, that's what's going to happen in Memphis, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's. Uh and I mean, if we get that, that begins with calling this out and uh, using the language to actually act, actually describes what it is that's happening and what's being done to us. And until that happens, you know, collectively as white people, uh, we won't be able to. We might know, you know, but we're still a minority that are aware of this, or at least can call it out for what it is. There might be some people that are, you know, they know about it, but they're quiet kind of More thing. More so but, in the south, but they the know. whole culture, the whole society, our civilization needs to begin to recognize what this is and what's happening. And also, again, that the you know law whether it's law enforcement or media or something like that, never used a language to describe what it is. If this was white people doing this, immediately the question would be, what kind of social media did they follow? Who was the influence? What was their mm -hmm. political leanings? Who did they vote for? You know, kind of thing. And in this case, it's just like, ah, it's just community members are being targeted by a, by a youth, you know? Well, I saw an uh, email yesterday. said if this was 1922 rather than 2022, the whole matter would already be resolved. Yeah. See? And... Um, it's just like grandma used to say, you can dress them up, but you can't take them to town. They just, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they've been they've been given so many advantages through affirmative action and stuff like this. But, you know, some things never change. Yeah. Like black violence and, uh, uh, you know, uh, black poverty. And, you know, you, you just, you know, they're a bottomless pit of neediness and. Uh, the more you stir it, the more it stinks. You know, you just can't, uh, you can't 
pull them out of these, you know, uh, dysfunctional lifestyles that they have. Yeah, absolutely right. Now, I know that uh, you and James are going to cover this in more detail uh, at the political cesspool, uh, I think this Saturday, so people should check that out if you want to find the website, guys, thepoliticalcesspool.org. Thank you so much for jumping on short notice. Uh, Keith, we appreciate you. Stay safe down there. Anything else you'd like to leave us with before we uh, move on here? Well, if you all are ever through Memphis, come to me and I'll take you and show you the Poplar car and show you all the ins and outs of uh, the situation here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember when we took Tom Sunick through the back seat in fetal position, sucking his tongue. He was so scared. <laughs> want to go back to Croatia. Huh? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yep. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you. He's we... been in war zones in Europe and they had nothing to compare to Memphis on a, a white day. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. we've been through there before. Oof, we've yeah. seen. I guess it looks Not like through a, the hood, but, like you know. Antwerp in Belgium would maybe have some kind of a uh, little bit of a comparison, but maybe not even that bad. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, take care. We'll, we'll speak later. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, I mean, right, that's that's you, another reason why you want to mm. second guess Tennessee. Like, a lot of people are like, yeah, move to Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, you got to think about demographics in I some mean, of these he, areas. He raised a really good point in terms of, like, you know, what are we going to do here? Like, whites are beginning to move out. We're leaving these things behind. And part of me is, like, if we were in a different era, I would say, no, don't do that. Kind of stay, stay there stay and, and claim fight it and, and be yeah, a force. Absolutely. But at least for now i mean this could change and whatnot and and some people would disagree with me here and that's fine but like i, I my my point is like i i just i'm looking at all this and i'm i'm seeing I, it's not going to work and also the point is it's because the design of the system right now is is for it not to work yeah. i mean they're like they're laying all the pieces in line for uh, for total chaos like yeah. if you cut off people's energy if you they can't hit their homes if you defend yourself supply, against this this kid you know you might go to jail as a white person of course, i also think of it in terms of arbery situation in georgia right that he was yeah. trying to take the gun from them he, they shot him and now they are in jail right i think that if you have a family a young family it's not worth it it's not worth the risk to be in some of these areas because it might be you or your kid walking around it gets carjacked or now they're coming into you know other neighborhoods where they they used to just hang out in you know black the black hood and shoot each other or whatever yeah well again i think this system is kind of coming down and i'm saying i think we can rebuild things but as it currently stands i don't think it's like worth to I'm saying you know, the, the the good jobs and making lots of the money and stuff like that. I, I mean, we'll see. I could, obviously, I could be wrong here, but it feels like that is like not. It's not going to last that long. I mean, stay if you can stay within the system for as long as you can, but not to the point where like you might die. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like, it's not and, worth and, it. and I do. Out. And I don't. Say, I'm sorry, Lon, but just I don't think there's something wrong. Like actually going to an area and, and it's not like okay we'll find you there too yeah that's true but at least you get a, a, a lot of people like you organize going to one or a few different areas well that's what and i was gonna hold say those as white homes. flight yeah. to you know red areas white yeah. flight to mainly conservative areas where there's a majority white people yeah it's going to be better and we'll see those places thrive yep and those other places tank and you know what you can let let the white liberals live with the policies that they're helping create let them live with with them in places like uh memphis mm-hmm. and figure it out Yep, that's right. All right, so uh, thank you, Keith Alexander, uh, for joining us for a little short segment on that. We and there was also you. clarification then, too, because yep. there's a lot of videos flying around. I'm going to go shoot up on white people. I just shot that hoe when I just killed those kids and all this yep. stuff. So there's like lots of those videos flying around right now. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just, trying to decipher like who's actually killed someone right. and who, who's out there. So that's why Crime Stoppers was looking for that one. But this uh, Elijah kid is the one that has been caught <clears throat> that's right. recently. 
and I actually saw. Man, did I move that photo? Was it over? Elijah or yeah? Oh yeah, it's <laughs> Ezekiel, like Ezekiel or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it, it's it's bizarre. I actually saw uh, coincidentally. I saw a segment on the Young Turks. Let me see if I can move that photo over real quick. And he was actually here. Here he is. He was actually talking about how the federal government needs to come in and monitor social media to protect, you know, like trannies, essentially, right, from death threats and these kinds of things. And I'm like, as I'm looking at this situation that's happening in Memphis and, of course, around, I mean, all over the West now, this is happening, right? Like just, oh, go after whites, blah, blah, blah. Let's take him out kind of thing. Let me pull in the photos. You can see you can see this guy here, too. Um, and he's like saying, wait, we need a, like a, an arm of the federal government needs to like grow and expand to go after people who just like. And what he means when his death threats is someone making jokes online. Right. That's that death threats now to some of these people. And it's like, are you are you insane? But then when you actually have these videos then of people actually making like th- credible threats and we've you've seen shootings in the wake of I mean again imagine like there was like right wingers that's starting to kill people and then there's multiple right wingers are starting to make videos where white right wingers obviously making different videos uh, threatening uh, to go and shoot non white people or something like that here here's the here's the class act check this guy out here uh, th- it was it was from the context of, of Kiwi Farms, right? They're being attacked. Uh, they've been basically shut down in the same way Daily Stormer was recently uh, because of you know this stuff. But here's this um, uh, transsexual uh, individual, very masculine uh, guy here, saying the federal government needs to come in and like do something to protect us. But when it comes to these guys and the videos they're making, you won't hear a beep from these people that this nope. is a problem or no that no not those kinds of threats. That's fine. The white people deserves it kind of thing, you know. But no, yeah, and w- in wonderful, fact, uh, you wonderful know, contributor there over at uh, TYT. Go ahead, Lon. They go to these <laughs> these deep lengths to investigate. I saw there was just a recent investigation into Duke volleyball, some alleged racism of some white whites that were allegedly uh, heckling these non-white players and all this. So like deep investigations. All yep. this news turns out it's a hoax. But then when you ask actually have someone out there killing white people it's never racism and nope. it's never really it's that not big really, of a deal. not really a wider discussion well how does this happen what yeah. influenced them no. how do we do to stop this no that doesn't happen because it's not it's not about targeting white people and even if they do and admittedly they don't use that language they don't recognize it they don't talk about it and i mean again well how many of these hate hate hoax things have seen like oh my god a it's noose non-stop. was it's found all over the place at a campus and there's like huge investigation and resources like stuff and like trash. the police to make statements and then it's like, oh, it turns out it was just a piece of garbage. <laughs> Literally, yeah. like that's someone. That's that's the times we're in right now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, did you have any to read there before? Just we... want to get caught up here. Yes. Uh, Ultimate Power says, "Long time no see, guys. Hope all is well. I'll take one of those month memberships, please." And uh, also, you. I got Good a song you. for you guys to check out on my uh, YouTube channel called "Hate Me." Hate Me. Cool. Okay, cool. Is we'll there a link there? We'll, uh, we'll there play isn't, that. but okay, okay. We'll send a link if you can. Redassetproctomed.com. Thank you. Friend of Mary Fagan says Moloch is their god. Uh, I think we're, I'm not sure who we were talking to earlier, <laughs> but Musk Skorillion says it's almost like evolution is a real thing and evolving separately over thousands of years makes a difference. Never mind, that's Amazing. an anti Semitic thought. 
Isn't that incredible? That uh, seems to be... There's that differences. Seems to be, there seems there to are be differences. differences. Stop denying Amazing. reality. Oh, Lycan works. Warrior says, uh, Trevor Sinclair says, black and brown people shouldn't mourn Queen because she's uh, allowed racism yeah. to thrive. That's what I said, right? Yeah. So again, I, I'm, I'm back to my point there, but I think that they serve a greater purpose by being there and by being toothless and actually encouraging the agenda to go through than they would be to like dethrone them or anything like that from their point of view, right? And so actually, I wanted you to go back to that a little bit, swing back to that topic before we uh, talked about Memphis here again we had kind of somewhat the time lined up with Keith there too so that's why we had to do that let me go back to that I'm going to play a clip but with, with, with the Rothschilds because one of you brought that up too I forget who did it uh, but let me play this as a reminder this is of the, st- the, the environmental stuff right the the crazy like ad campaigns over the years that we've seen which is like gory and bloody and here's just one of them out of the UK uh, 10-10, they call it, right? No pressure, where they're actually blowing up kids uh, in order to, and, and other people too, uh, in order to say, save the climate. Again, back to that point that humans are the biggest problem. Check this out. You, it might ring a bell. You might have seen this before. Right, kids, just before you go, there's a brilliant idea in the air that I'd like to run by you. Now, it's called 10-10. The idea is everyone starts cutting their carbon emissions by 10%. Thus, keeping the planet safe for everyone, eventually. Now, this hasn't got to be a huge thing, but I would love it if you and your families would think about doing something. What sort of thing, miss? Well, like getting your dad to insulate the loft, or taking your next holiday by train instead of flying, or buying energy-saving light bulbs. That's right. Buy, buy, buy one of those light bulbs with mercury in it that Al Gore promoter. Remember that back in 2005, 6, 7, or whatever it was? <laughs> Gosh. We're thinking of using our car less. I'm going to cycle to school. That's fantastic, Jemima. Now, no pressure at all, but it'd be great to get a sense of how many of you might do this. No pressure, but do it! That's fantastic! No no pressure or die. And there's no... Philip and Tracy. Hold out, kids. Hold out. Fine, that's absolutely fine. This this is what they want to do here. Okay, class, thank you so much for today, and I will see you all tomorrow. Oh, just before you go, I just need to press... It was a magical this button, button here. here. Exactly. Now, everybody, please remember to read chapters five and six on volcanoes and glaciation. Except for Philip and Tracy, of course. Right, just want to check more. on that 1010 thing. Um, had some brilliant ideas from lots of you how the firm can cut down emissions by 10%. This is the ESG, ESGs, the, the wet dream of like those enforcing ESGs right here, of like how to deal with the problem. Sent. Just quick show of hands, everyone who wants to get involved. Great, that's, uh, that's nearly everybody. They're not really, but they're and, doing it because uh, they have yeah, to. Right? Just for the record, yeah. new pressure. Um, those who aren't quite convinced about it yet. Cool. It's no problem. Your choice. Where's okay, the magic so button? those of you planning something here or at home should probably get working on it. Um, and, uh, oh, gorgeous. Um, those of you who aren't. Uh... Excellent. Much. Have a great weekend, everyone. Isn't this a great ad campaign? <laughs> Isn't this lovely? Well, hello everyone. It's great to be back here at Spurs. Oh, look, it's the uh, English football team. Wait, anyway, so this isn't parody? Tell me something. What, what is this? No. 10, 10, this is, they actually did this 10 10 campaign. It means that we're trying to cut our carbon emissions by 10% this year, and Tottenham Hotspur Football Club was the first to sign up. We've changed the floodlights at Wahaha Lane, so low, low energy. 
Most of all, fans. Yeah, that guy did that. Sure, you did. It was so low energy. Sure. <laughs> Trains, and bikes, and stuff, rather than coming by car. I see. Whatever, I, I wouldn't do it. It seems like distraction from football to me. Let's just follow David. You don't have to join in. Just ignore it. No sure, pressure. Sure, kill the blonde guy, right? Yep. There you go. Yeah, I can't believe right. they did this. I thought it was Let's a joke at first. Mm -hmm. Like. Yep. And now look who's part of the last one here. Check this one. Ten, ten. Hundreds of thousands of people, schools, businesses, hospitals, There's movie stars, CO2 by troops, killing people, yep. troops, presidents, and governments, all tackling climate change. You recognize the voice. More than forty countries. Yeah, isn't it uh, X Files later, yes. right? Yeah. No pressure. No pressure, but we're going to come okay? kill you. Sounded great to me. Thanks, okay. Julian. Happy to help. So, what are you thinking of doing for Ten Ten yourself? What are you kidding me? I thought that by doing this voiceover, that was my contribution. Right. <clears throat> no, absolutely. She's going to get nuked, right? No pressure. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you. That's one I would... Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. Look at that. Against I liked the her in X-Files, but once she started opening her dumb mouth oh, and talking about politics, I like didn't like her anymore. But that's actually good. That, that that is really a visual. Yeah. Like right at the end there, like the blood just like I want one of those down. buttons. <laughs> program it how I would like to program it. Piece of meat there. But it was so... Oh, you so, hate white people? It was so tone deaf. The, uh, death. Deaf. Sorry. Uh, that they uh, they took that uh, down and almost immediately, but oh, of course blood, the internet like is blood forever. and body parts yeah. flying around. But again, the, the, that's what I'm saying. It's like this Jeez. is what you this is what you're gonna see more of, right? Being pushed, I think, under under a charge. Threats. And Threats. and again, going back to the uh, the the literature I showed you there, the first uh, where is it here? The first global revolution again they mentioned that the the enemy of man uh, mankind is humanity or what was it something like that or wording it like that uh and then you have this so here here's um, someone brought up like the real rulers of britain right and this is very interesting because covid of course was a great advancement and it kind of a uh, to really break the i hate to use their terms but literally in a sense breaking those glass ceilings uh, that okay, they Hillary have, Clinton. Uh, well, yeah, like that they've set up. She right? didn't you, do it though. No, no, we can't just lock down. We can't just like restrain everybody's freedom of movement and stuff. And we know that the COVID measures and things that they put in place, either they're going to be just, they're going to be brought back or they're going to do it under like a climate lockdown. And you could even argue like on a Wednesday that the energy crisis, the manufactured energy crisis, that is the, the climate lockdown. That is going to restrain us to such an idea that we won't be able to do anything. It may, but if you can't heat your home, you might have to leave, right? What was it? We didn't pull it in now, but you showed me uh, another one in California. One of yeah, our viewers. Yeah, someone from Santa uh, Barbara. I wanted to pull that up if I can find it here. Um, some power out warning. Yeah, it says uh, a possible upcoming public safety power shutoff event in your county or surrounding areas, uh, which may already be underway. Just a random power shutoff. Yeah. Not that they were actually working on something or doing something, mm -mm. but now this is going to be a matter of, you know, environmentalism and this is, you know, the global warming. It's now public safety. For public safety, we have to turn off your heater, right? Or it, you it, can't use firewood or whatever it is. That right. It's to get you accustomed to the, the idea that things can just be turned off at a whim <laughs> and, that's, and it's the right thing to do. And they're always justified, be that your money 
be that your energy, be that your water, or be that your uh, your freedom of movement, whatever it is, right? Here, here's from California. Conserve energy now to protect public health and safety. Extreme heat is straining, straining the state's energy grid. Well, maybe you should have decommissioned power plants and done away with coal uh, power plants. Maybe you should have done more to keep uh, the the uh, oil and gas flowing. No, no, of course not. Here's So this is California. Here's Gavin uh, Newsom talking about this. And today and tomorrow afternoon after 4 p.m., in particular 4 p.m., please turn your thermostat up to 78 degrees or higher and avoid to the Is extent possible using no. any really large appliances. Like a fridge? You can visit flexalert.org to learn more about what you can do. Californians, you've you rallied before. You can just die. And we you can, can do starve it and die. Keep it up. Keep it up. That's right. Just you've done it. You've done this before. It's okay. You can do it again. It's okay. This is the uh, the first global revolution, and this is how it looks. And of course, <clears throat> some of the leaders and rulers of this, uh, like the Rothschild family, uh, talked about as much. And they actually, Lord Rothschild, he thought that the COVID thing was just a distraction from the real issue, which of course is climate change and global warming. Listen to what he said in a talk here back in 2021. They had something called the Green Festival where he was sitting down at one of their Wadden, Waddenston mansions. And, and keep in mind, too, these people are collecting mansions the way people are like collecting stamps or some, some shit like that. <laughs> if, the, if there's anybody that kind of have, not that I believe in the carbon footprint stuff, but from their point of view, if that's how they're going to argue with us, if there's anybody that actually has a problem with that, it would be people like this. L look at what I'm saying, how COVID was a distraction. It's interesting here. I, mean, I think... The phenomenal change that's come about in the last two, three years is there probably isn't a child over the age of six that isn't deeply concerned about climate change. I mean, <laughs> there were reports in the past, but now the focus of the world are on those problems, whether it's droughts, whether it's storms, whether it's, it's the seaside being ruined, just undermining life. Everything. And, and in a way, Corona has slightly, I'm afraid, eclipsed the importance of this conversation. No one's saying Corona isn't incredibly devastating, but actually we do need to think long term about the planet. Yeah, and it's a distraction, well, more than a distraction, it's a tragedy, but uh, it does have that knock-on effect. Yeah, so there you go. It's a distraction. The real agenda is this shit, that that's, they're going to use the measures that they <laughs> imposed during the COVID uh, era. And again, I, look, I'm like recognizing that could very well be brought back come this um, in autumn and winter and stuff like that. But I think it's going to be much more now it's energy, now it's food. We have to lock down to save the earth and all that stuff. Well, we predicted that was going to be the next thing. Oh, yeah. The next uh, absolutely. I mean, but again, I mean, people that people that talk, talked about, we did shows on this back in 2000, uh, you know, 9, 8, 2010, you know, like Club of Rome and Agenda you know, 21. World uh, Health Organization. That. Maybe less world, uh, the World Economic Forum. They've been really more open in the last couple of years but so here's of course his uh, grand was it his grandchild whatever it is here then david de rothschild look at this campaign he's doing together with hyundai here now uh, towards a sustainable future so it's the <laughs> let's look at this here the planet is changing we cannot ignore these warning signs that nature's giving us we so have to give up your power and hand over shit to us now reflect but we also have to act Hey TEDx Munich, um, sorry I can't be with you guys. I'm totally humbled to even be asked. For the last decade, my focus has been um, really trying to push the plastics conversation. Yeah. The dream of the Plastiki was to build a boat made entirely of plastic bottles. It's a system conversation. How about it's not the using plastic at all? Alongside How about coming our up with something better. 
Uh, yeah, but uh, no, it's no, they better want that to, because uh, it also you know contributes to making people gay. So exactly. <laughs> you know we got to keep that stuff around. It's more important to kind of those estrogen to, gender bending chemicals. Yeah, it's more important to I think also to keep and keep the problem so you can always point to it, and that will cause you to raise more money. That will cause people to submit. That will cause them to uh, change you know things wider in society. If you never solve the problem, you'll always keep kind of working towards fixing it, which always means you giving up more and handing more power and control. I love over these them, lectures you know? from these like billionaire Mega, adventurists oh, who just like absolutely. they just travel the world and just explore yep. and go on these adventures because they don't have to work and right. telling everyone else how they should what they should be doing yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna tie this is an insurance policy for these creeps and freaks to continue their lifestyle they still want to have their gas-powered yachts or whatever the hell it is the diesel engines and stuff i mean i mean sure they mean, oh it's solar boat you know whatever the hell they have but like the point is their filet mignons will keep coming. Their their caviar will keep flowing. The champagne is it. I mean, it's just like it's not going to change for them. This is for for you. You know, the plebes out there. You're going to change. You have to cut back so we can continue as usual. Visibility. I started to realize that there was a ton of new ways to present that through the lens of mobility. You never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. My relationship with Hyundai started in 2016. Oh, so here comes the car pitch. Okay, good. Here comes the, let's mine incredible amounts of uh, of ore to get to the lithium, right? And Which let, is highly toxic let, and let, let, pollutes the environment. Exactly. Let's produce all these chemicals necessary to create the batteries. Let's create all, you know, and all the, the oil for new cars. The starting right? price is uh, $60,000. There you so, go. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, get a great car to really push for it's a more sustainable future. It's a very big challenge. It's nothing for me, Lord Rothschild. This model that is fundamentally very different. But it's one that we, Hyundai, have started working towards. We are living today with an understanding of those problems, and we're also living today with a whole bunch of solutions. Hyundai have already like started what? using sustainable materials on their oh, upcoming uh, recycled plastic, right? That's what they're it's doing. about showcasing those materials and what they will do to make vehicles perform with a much lighter footprint. By really listening to others, learning from others, and really trying to pull that together into a narrative that allows us to think across. That's what the uh, Rothschild family is known for. Viewpoints. Lis listening There's to a others. Huge chance now for the whole system to shift to a more sustainable. So we've got to shift. We've got to change everything. It's always about that. We have. You have to change. Anyway, there's multiple of these. I'm not going to play them all, but like, the, yeah, this is a, calling uh, Ionic. I think this in in charge with David de Rothschild, and he's like <laughs> talking about these lectures and environmentalism. And it's like, yeah, this is literally like a the spoil a spoiled brat who is like nothing better to do. You know what I mean? Because you know, like there are there are some environmental problems and there are some solutions to those, but they will it will never come He'll from never these talk people. About those. No, 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 absolutely not. Uh, anyway, so I wanted to play that to bring that up. Because that's what uh, that's basically where this is going. I guess we could play. <clears throat> let me play you this too. It's a good video, but you might have seen it. But uh, here, here's a good summary of like the new era that we're uh, approaching here with Agenda 2030. Check this out. This is a plan that was agreed to by 179 nations. It's called the Agenda for the 21st Century. It's a totalitarian state to being developed right now all over the world. It is the inventory and control plan. Inventory and control of all land, all water, 
all minerals, all plants, all animals, all construction, all means of production, all food, all energy, all information, and all human beings in the world. And this is a plan that was agreed to by 179 nations back in 1992. It's a United Nations plan. It's called the Agenda for the 21st Century. And so many of us around the world think that, um, well, sustainable development, it just sounds so great. Isn't it about recycling and creative reuse and, uh, and creating energy and food resources for everyone? And the answer is no, it really is not. It's about moving populations into city centers, concentrated city centers, and clearing them out of the rural areas. All systems have to be brought into harmony in order to control them all. Because when systems don't meet, when they're, when they're out of balance or not in sync with one another, they can't be controlled centrally. And the goal of Agenda 21 is one world government and total control from a central unit. Every nation that signed on to Agenda 21 has its, uh, its local Agenda 21 plan. People in the United States are completely unaware of this. If I go out and talk about this, the United States press will attacks me and calls me a conspiracy theorist. It's totally ridiculous. It is a but it's not a theory. It's a fact. The three pillars of United Nations Agenda 21 are economy, ecology, and equity, the three E's. And everyone sort of thinks that they know what that means, the idea of social equity. It must mean that, well, everyone's going to have access to clean water and clean air, and uh, no one's uh, property is going to be used as a dumping ground because they are at a poverty level. But really what social equity is about is about impoverishing huge portions of the population and bringing down uh, develop the developed nations everything that we're looking at now is destined to collapse our economies. It's a totalitarian state to being developed right now all over the world. And what major corporations want in this development is to be able to, uh, to have move, full movement of, of, uh, of workers without borders or boundaries, to be able to move their goods through without regulations, and to reduce wages. And so this is the goal. So this is what you find with social equity. And of course, economy and uh, ecology is about, these are the three circles, economy, ecology, and social equity. And where they meet in the center is balance. But really that balance is a communitarian balance. So it's not balance of well-being of the people. What it is is it's a balance for corporations so that they can exploit and control and have populations in an area, in tightly packed, dense areas, so that they can be surveilled and managed. And this is what that balance looks like as far as the development of a totalitarian state is. Rosa Corey, she actually uh, died, I think, this year, uh, last year, either this year or last year. We had her on the show a while back. She was actually a, a lesbian Democrat. <laughs> and yeah. She actually, well, she she actually got it. a few things, yeah. to be honest. And she started to seeing uh, that, like, of where this is going. And as she mentioned at the end, the movement of the of the population, you know, free movement of, of po populations that leads to mass migration. You can lower wages. Uh, also, the destruction of the third world, which is kind of part of what we're seeing now with all this, the, the shutdown of everything and stuff. That's about taking those populations, exporting them out 
and bringing them to the West, right? And that's, that's a, part of bringing down the developing nations, as she also said, there, exactly. which are the developing yeah. nation, the developed nations, as we know, are white nations, right? Yeah, absolutely, the West. Some Asian, and, um, but it's, we're talking mostly white ones here that they they want to destroy. Yes, they're using again the third world and its populations as sledgehammer against the West, mm-hmm. against civilization, because this is about deindustrializing the world, right? Bringing us back to the, you know, cave age essentially, while they live in their super technotronic, you know, transhumanist future utopia world, the elites. But that's why, like, the, if you look at the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, with which dovetails perfectly with the Agenda 2030, the majority of those points are actually about migration in one way or another. Yeah, something so about saving Mother Earth or cleaning up the environment. No, no. It's they're, all they're, about control. They're not Earth or nature worshippers. They might use that as an excuse, uh, but they don't believe in it. In fact, no. they want to drive populations out of those areas. They want you off of the land. They don't want. They want you dependent in cities, right? In big urban sprawl areas and in pods, essentially, uh, so that they can have uh, the Earth as a little uh, playground all for themselves. And again, the Rothschilds are going to be part of that. And maybe the maybe the prince uh, the, or the, the now King Charles of the world will be part of that. Or maybe they're just pawns at this point. Maybe it's just uh, Lord uh, Rothschilds and, and his ilk, uh, the p- people he's uh, you know playing ball with that uh, is uh, truly in, in charge and will be uh, reaping the benefits of that. I'm not sure. So it's going to be a hard task for them, though. It won't oh, happen it overnight. Huge, and they're going to have a lot of opposition. Huge risk uh, to to, yeah. do, to deal with what they're doing now and pull these strings and stuff. They're, they're definitely gambling. They're like that. That's what makes me feel too that we're like kind of in the end stage of what they're trying to do. I mean, as we go into this kind of new, they, they want to build back better, right? And all this kind of gay stuff. Uh, but uh, the way that they're just put putting this in your face and the moves that they're doing, they're tampering with our food supplies, they're tampering with farmers, they're tampering with our very energy and stuff. That means that we're like, this is their, their, their they wouldn't be doing that if, if unless they were at the very end of something that they are, have been planning for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the beginning of something new. Otherwise, they'd be like, no, 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 just go slow, take it easy. Slowly, they'll accept this, and and we'll we can replace them in their country. You know, whatever. But they're not doing that. They're just pressing the accelerator. You know, this oh, yeah. is insane. It's going to be climate madness going forward. Uh, let's yep. see. Archie says, "Make concrete and asphalt roads obsolete. Give me my Star yeah. Wars land speeder." Yeah, there you exactly. go. Yeah, What's going to replace all this? Some hover uh, hoverboards, actual <laughs> hoverboards. <sorry. laughs> There's something in Swedish there for you to read, or is it? Uh, uh, is it the top? Is it German? Norwegian, actually. Uh, let me see here. Massex Vi talat kontrollerat av en demonisk. Is it Jude? Is that what I say? Och när ska du sända mig ett mail? Yes, we're uh, literally controlled by uh, <coughs> Jayish demons. I think that's <laughs> the word. When are you going to send me your mail? Uh, as soon as I can. I do. I do apologize. You know, do this. Send me. A, uh, just send me a reminder mail. Do that. <laughs> send me a reminder mail. Uh, and I'll try to uh, wrap that up here by tomorrow. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Uh, do you have another one there, Lana? Or are we? No, we're good. Okay. Yeah, did you lost sound? Yes, we did. Thank you, Dog Whistler. Appreciate that. All right. So, uh, guys, we're going to wrap up right there. Just want to say thanks, as usual, of course, to everyone out there who is a supporter. If you're sharing the links, if you're a member, if you're helping out in other ways, we do appreciate you. Also, also want to say a thank you, special thank you, uh, to our executive producers, T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, and our two latest editions, Wild Rose Active Club and French 47. Thank you, guys. And what we're doing right now, we have a little bit of a campaign. If we, if you want to join in on that and support us, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Uh, we want to try to get our hands on a, on a full-time editor. 
once more, kind of get us back to really where we were before we got, uh, you know, our, our legs chopped off by all the banking restrictions and losing PayPal and all those kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, we want to get back there. We want to get a, a full-time, uh, you know, editor that can help us, that can help prepare stuff, that can edit the shows, put up more clips and things like that. Uh, we set a goal to about 20 executive producers. Uh, I think that should cover most of it because there's so many fees and, you know, subscribe charge, take a percentage as well and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but that should be good. We need help basically here to hire a full-time editor. Uh, so if you want to help us reach that next phase, uh, that would be very much appreciated. And that would go directly kind of to that and basically help to pay uh, the salaries for that. So we're almost there. We're almost at... Um, almost at 10, uh, which is halfway, which is awesome. That's that's perfect. So thank you guys. Do consider that. It's subscribestar.com slash red ice, but there are other methods if you want to sign up over on the members website. Again, we like the members website because now you get something in return as well. We don't not just asking for your donations, but you're actually getting Weekend Warrior, exclusive shows, second hour of many of the interviews and stuff. And there's literally, I mean, thousands and thousands of hours uh, of stuff for you up at redassmembers.com. Some of our old old school good stuff, and then we have new, uh, new more important stuff, of course, uh, over the recent years. So do check that out, and we'll be back next year with uh, Weekend next Warrior. Next We'll be back next year. <laughs> next year. With, uh, next year. <clears throat> with Weekend Warrior uh, coming up over the weekend. <laughs> That's right, I forgot you're Swedish. You have an accent, so sometimes it sounds different. Was it that, uh, was it that, was it that <laughs> it bad? It sounded we'll a little be, different to we'll me. Be, we'll be next. Didn't it sound like next year, guys? We'll Wait. be back next year. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. So, anyway, so that's coming up next. Uh, we do have some stuff we didn't have time to cover today, so that we'll uh, we'll go into that uh, the, the the wonderful uh, anti-white uh, slob there in South Carolina that came out and just talking about how could we got to control the white people and most of them are Republicans and stuff like just totally I mean, crazy stuff. But anyway, so more of that coming up. But uh, otherwise, thank you for joining us today. Always a pleasure. We appreciate you, no matter how you're uh, watching. Uh, thank you so much to everyone super chatting and for being members and executive producers. And we'll be uh, we'll be back soon again. See ya. Right. Take care. Do you love Red Ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.